Welcome to the Next Steps Bible Reading Podcast. I'm Greg Whiting, reading from the One Year Chronological Bible, and today's reading is for March 20th. Moses reviews the covenant, Deuteronomy 29, 2 through 29. Moses summoned all the Israelites and said to them, Your eyes have seen all that the Lord did in Egypt to Pharaoh, to all his officials, and to all his land. With your own eyes you saw those great trials, those signs, and great wonders. But to this day, the Lord has not given you a mind that understands or sees, eyes that see or ears that hear. Yet the Lord says, during the 40 years that I led you through the wilderness, your clothes did not wear out, nor did the sandals on your feet. You ate no bread and drank no wine or other fermented drink. I did this so that you might know that I am the Lord your God. Just the the idea that their clothes, their sandals did not wear out. In those 40 years, there's a miracle in itself. Amazing. When you reach this place, Sihon, king of Heshbon, and Og, king of Bashan, came out to fight against us, but we defeated them. We took their land and gave it as an inheritance to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Carefully follow the terms of this covenant so that you may prosper in everything you do. All of you are standing today in the presence of the Lord your God, your leaders and chief men, your elders and officials, and all the other men of Israel, together with your children and your wives and the foreigners living in your camps who chop your wood and carry your water. You are standing here in order to enter into a covenant with the Lord your God, a covenant the Lord is making with you this day and sealing with an oath, to confirm you this day as his people, that he may be your God as he promised you, and as he swore to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm making this covenant with its oath, not only with you who are standing here with us today in the presence of the Lord our God, but also with those who are not here today. You yourselves know how we lived in Egypt and how we passed through the countries on the way here. You saw among them their detestable images and idols of wood and stone of silver and gold. Make sure there is no man or woman, clan or tribe among you today whose heart turns away from the Lord our God to go and worship the gods of those nations. Make sure there is no root among you that produces such bitter poison. When such a person hears the words of this oath, and they invoke a blessing on themselves, thinking, I will be safe even though I persist in going my own way. They will bring disaster on the watered land as well as the dry. The Lord will never be willing to forgive them. His wrath and zeal will burn against them. All the curses written in this book will fall on them, and the Lord will blot out their names from under heaven. The Lord will single them out from all the tribes of Israel for disaster, according to all the curses of the covenant written in this book of law. Wow, just that paragraph right there, it makes me think of many professing believers today. Although, yes, this is the Old Testament, and this is God saying, those who are following other gods in their hearts, those who are uh, thinking they're okay because they're a part of Israel, uh, they're going to find out that God's going God's to point them out and bring disaster on them. Your children who follow you in later generations and foreigners who come from distant lands will see the calamities that have fallen on the land and the diseases with which the Lord has afflicted it. The whole land will be a burning waste of salt and sulfur, nothing planted, nothing sprouting, no vegetation growing on it. It will be like the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, 
Adma and Zeboim, which the Lord overthrew in fierce anger. All the nations will ask, why has the Lord done this to the land? Why is this fierce, burning anger? And the answer will be, it's because the people abandoned the covenant of the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the covenant he made with them when he brought them out of Egypt. They went off and worshiped other gods and bowed down to them, gods they did not know, gods he had not given them. Therefore, the Lord's anger burned against this land so that he brought on it all the curses written in this book. In furious anger and in great wrath, the Lord uprooted them from their land and thrust them into another land as it is now. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may follow all the words of this law. A call to return to the Lord, Deuteronomy 30, 1-10. When all these blessings and curses I have set before you come on you, and you take them to heart wherever the Lord your God disperses you among the nations, and when you and your children return to the Lord your God and obey him with all your heart and with all your soul according to everything I command you today, Then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where he scattered you. Even if you've been banished to the most distant land under the heavens, from there the Lord your God will gather you and bring you back. He will bring you to the land that belonged to your ancestors and you will take possession of it. He will make you more prosperous and numerous than your ancestors. The Lord your God will circumcise your hearts and the hearts of your descendants so that you may love him with all your heart and with all your soul, and live. The Lord your God will put all these curses on your enemies who hate and persecute you. You will again obey the Lord and follow all his commands I'm giving you today. Then the Lord your God will make you most prosperous in all the work of your hands and in the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock, and the crops of your land. The Lord will again delight in you and make you prosperous, just as he delighted in your ancestors. If you obey the Lord your God and keep his commands and decrees that are written in this book of the law, and turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. The choice of life or death, Deuteronomy 30, 11 to 20. Now what I am commanding you today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach. It is not up in heaven so that you have to ask who will ascend into heaven to get it and proclaim it to us so that we may obey it. Nor is it beyond the sea so that you have to ask who will cross the sea to get it and proclaim it to us so that we may obey it. No, the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart, so you may obey it. Wow, that is that is awesome right there. Um, I'm going to come back to it, and if I don't, uh, please remind me. <laughs> Verse 15, See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today the, to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, and to keep his commands, decrees, and laws. Then you will live and increase. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away and you are not obedient, and if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life, so that you and your children may live, and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice, and hold him fast. For the Lord is your life, and he will give you many years in the land he swore to give to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Joshua becomes Israel's leader, Deuteronomy 31, 1-8. Then Moses went out and spoke these words to all Israel. 
I am now 120 years old and I no longer am able to lead you. The Lord has said to me, you shall not cross the Jordan. The Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy these nations before you and you will take possession of their land. Joshua also will cross over ahead of you, as the Lord said, and the Lord will do to them what he did to Sihon and Og, the king of the Amorites, whom he destroyed along with their land. The Lord will deliver them to you, and you must do to them all that I have commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors to give them, and you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Public reading of the law, Deuteronomy 31, 9 to 13. So Moses wrote down this law and gave it to the Levitical priests, who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and to all the elders of Israel. Then Moses commanded them, At the end of seven years, in the year for canceling debts during the festival of tabernacles, when all Israel comes to appear before the Lord your God at the place he will choose, you shall read this law before them in their hearing. Assemble the people, men, women, and children, and the foreigners residing in your towns, so they can listen and learn to fear the Lord your God and follow carefully all the words of this law. Their children who do not know this law must hear it and learn to fear the Lord your God as long as you live in the land you're crossing the Jordan to possess. Israel's disobedience predicted, Deuteronomy 31, 14 to 29. The Lord said to Moses, Now the day of your death is near. Call Joshua and present yourselves at the tent of meeting, where I will commission him. So Moses and Joshua came and presented themselves at the tent of meeting. Then the Lord appeared at the tent in a pillar of cloud, and the cloud stood over the entrance to the tent. And the Lord said to Moses, You are going to rest with your ancestors, and these people will soon prostitute themselves to the foreign gods of the land they are entering. What a thing What a thing to hear just before you die, right? They will forsake me and break the covenant I made with them. And in that day I will become angry with them and forsake them. I will hide my face from them, and they will be destroyed." Many disasters and calamities will come on them, and in that day they will ask, Have not these disasters come on us, because our God is not with us? And I will certainly hide my face in that day, because of all their wickedness in turning to other gods. Now write down this song and teach it to the Israelites, and have them sing it, so it may be a witness for me against them. When I have brought them into the land flowing with milk and honey, the land I promised on oath to their ancestors, and when they eat their fill and thrive, they will turn to worship other gods, rejecting me and breaking my covenant. And when many disasters and calamities come on them, this song will testify against them because it will not be forgotten by their descendants. I know what they are disposed to do even before I bring them into the land I promised them on oath. So Moses wrote down this song that day and taught it to the Israelites. The Lord gave this command to Joshua, son of Nun, be strong and courageous for you will bring the Israelites into the land I promised them on oath and I myself will be with you. After Moses finished writing in a book the words of this law from beginning to end, he gave this command to the Levites who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. Take this book of the law and place it beside the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God. There it will remain as a witness against you. For I know how rebellious and stiff-necked you are. 
if you have been rebellious against the Lord while I am still alive and with you, how much more will you rebel after I die? Assemble before me all the elders of your tribes and all your officials, so that I can speak these words in their hearing and call the heavens and the earth to testify against them. For I know that after my death you are sure to become utterly corrupt and to turn from the way I have commanded you. In days to come, disaster will fall on you because you will do evil in the sight of the Lord and arouse his anger by what your hands have made. Wow, the end of uh, that speech as he's getting ready to die, to, to know that and to have to say that. Wow. Well, that's the end of the reading for March 20th. Well, uh, there's a few things to, to take away here. Certainly, um, you know, I think earlier the, the idea of, um, you know, someone thinking I will be safe, even though I persist in going my own way. Uh, this is a different time than the old Testament law. We are in the age of grace. And yet that type of thinking certainly does not please God and, and, we know from the New Testament, there are people who think they're safe because they said a prayer, because they went to church, uh, because someone else has told them they are a believer and they can just live any way they want to. And Jesus tells us in the end, some people will be shown that that's all they were. They were just playing a game. They weren't really his. So that that's a great, uh, very strong warning, I think, for all of us to to consider that mindset. Are we truly followers? And if we're a follower, um, the the idea is not, hey, I can live any way I want to because, you know, fill in the blank. Then you've got uh, Moses, you know, here passing the leadership to, to Joshua. Uh, you've got the, um, the reading of the law and um, let's see, what was it I told you uh, not to let me um, forget. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, it was here in uh, Deuteronomy thirty eleven to twenty. That section, um, he says. Now, what I'm telling you today is not too difficult for you. It's not like, oh, it, it's up in heaven somewhere. It's across the sea. How do I go figure out what God wants me to do? No, it's it's right here. Follow me dedicate your heart and life to me. I've written it down for you. And for us today, even though we are so far removed from the Old Testament times, from the times of Moses and Joshua, I think that message is still good for us today and certainly comes through in the New Testament. Listen, God has given us his word and he has given us himself through the person of Jesus. We have what we need. We have his revealed word. If we've trusted in him, we have the Holy Spirit living in us. These are not secrets we have to unfold. There is nothing new out there to figure out. It is in his word and we can read it and we can meditate on it and we can study it. And most importantly, according to the reading we have today, we can do it. And then yes, when we fail, we can go to God in humble confession and repentance. But this is not some secret Christianity. Somebody has a secret and we got to find it. We got to be running around to figure it out. No, 
we need to open the Bible and see what God has to say with us, to us, and then obey him with a pure heart. Father, I pray that today you will help me to do just that. I don't have to go seeking after other people, other secret things, other things that that we hear going on in our country or around the world where, oh, God is moving there. Lord, right here, right now, as we read your word and with your spirit that dwells within me, you are here and you are at work. Father, I need your help to honor and obey you today. May Jesus Christ be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen.